0: Welcome to the Activating Consciousness podcast platform this platform is an amalgamation of a number of platforms from HexoChange including Activating Consciousness, the Right Here Right Now live show, the Inside Out show and also the repurposing of a number of blogs, vlogs, poems and other forms of media that all combined together are here to offer you the opportunity to raise the level of consciousness in yourself, in those around you, and in society at large. We believe at Hexo Change that we are on the cusp of an exponential shift in human consciousness, unleashing the potential that we have never imagined possible. We hope to go on that journey with you together and feel free to subscribe at hexochangenow.com, one word, for regular updates. See you around. Hi there, welcome to the Right Here, Right Now live show. This show has one simple question. What's on your heart and mind right here, right now in this moment? We explore the depths and breadths of our humanity through that one simple question over the course of 30 to 45 minutes. I hope that you'll join us. I hope you enjoy the exploration. And this tune was created for me personally by the incredible Peter Griffiths, one half of the amazing Mind Takeaway. Do let us know what you think. Let us know what you take away. And of course, we always welcome challenges too. Hope to see you on the exploration. well good morning good afternoon or good evening um welcome to the right here right now show and I'm like more I'm too excited Anna like I'm so excited that this amazing amazing human being is with me today how are you today
1: I'm fine Gary thanks for the invitation to be here I'm really happy to talk to you and share a bit of my work and what I do so thank you again for the invitation (laughs)
0: no not at all and um, maybe we can start there anna actually if you can just let those that are watching us live or maybe watch this back on on replay you know what, what do you do for work you know and who is who is anna that really tiny little question <laughs>
1: <laughs> for sure so i'm anna i am brazilian and i'm actually graduated in civil engineering right now i am doing my master's in architecture but i also work as a designer and strategist So, uh, since the beginning of uh, graduation, I always liked the subject of sustainability, that after some years of research, I entered more in the regenerative design, biomimicry and that kind of stuff work. And I would probably say that uh, the main areas that I work with is regenerative design and also traditional ecological knowledge, because. Uh, I started uh, studying more about regenerative design, biomimicry and that kind of stuff in my master, (laughs) when I entered my master. And uh, from an academic point of view, the main things that I found uh, were from the global north. And something that really struck my attention when I was reading some articles and some things to uh, put on my thesis was that one article that I found that said that like the roots of regenerative design um, kind of started with a book written in the beginning of the 20th century by an um, European guy. And when I read that, I was like, uh, no, (laughs) actually, there are many indigenous uh, people around the world that already use uh, regenerative design principles and biomimicry, even though they don't use this terminology. And then That was the point where I started to try to bring uh, traditional ecological knowledge into my research and highlight the voices of indigenous peoples. So this is kind of uh, what I am doing now, like uniting these different perspectives uh, through regenerative design, but trying to bring um, indigenous knowledge into the conversation and highlight their wisdom. and this relates a lot with what I do as well in Possible Futures, which is a collective that I'm part of, uh, together with Sam, Chris, Shahana, and Olita. And we are a collective of women uh, from the Global South. So uh, I'm from Latin America, Olita from Africa, Sam, Shahana, and Chris from Asia. And we try to bring uh, Global South perspectives around regeneration. So uh, we organize events, um, Mainly we organize events and generate content. And yeah, this is kind of uh, what I do. I do some consultancy uh, with possible futures and as well uh, on my own uh, to companies that want to bring uh, regenerative principles or work with indigenous people, work with diversity. And I also work as a graphic designer. So these are the main things that I'm doing right now.
0: Wow so much so so much like you blow my mind anyway but I just want to say so we've got Tara and she's you would love Tara Um, uh, Anna you'd absolutely love Tara she's a real powerhouse around uh, diversity equity inclusion uh, based in the US and also Rich has joined us as well so thank you for joining us today Um, I just think it's so profound you know for anybody watching us you know Tara Rich or anyone else when we talk about Global South, Global North, it's quite new for me, as you know, as a, as a white male, with privilege. It's been Sam in particular and you that have really helped support me with that understanding. Um, and of course, you've done a lot of the branding, which we'll come to later on for, for the business that I'm setting up. I'm really curious, Anna, where do you where do you envision these different strands of Anna? W- where do you see that weaving? What, what's that weaving towards? If you were sort of looking out 5, 10, 15 years time, what would you love to see yourself doing with all of these different weaves that you're you're Mm -hmm. currently working on
1: yeah that's a really interesting question because um for a long time i had a really hard time uh with these different things that i do because i was always like oh my god i do so many things that kind of feel unrelated so (laughs) when i uh anyone asked me oh please describe yourself in one sentence i was like My God, what did I put here? And I was having a hard time, like, uh, am I being too broad? Like, uh, is my work uh, shallow? Because I'm working with so many different things. And for a long time, I tried to understand uh, how to express myself or describe what I do. And always thinking that I should put myself in these boxes of, okay, uh, Anna as a graphic designer, Anna as a consultant, Anna as an engineer. And um until i finally understood that okay in a way or another all these different things that i do are connected and they form what i am so i shouldn't be like trying to put myself into boxes um and i am i think more this year i was able to understand better how everything uh, comes together and i think that uh helping the strategic design and this graphic design or design uh in all senses are deeply embedded because uh, the way I see it now, it's kind of like helping business and people to bring their ideas into the world. So I help to strategize that and also bring it to a visual uh, perception of it. So how to bring this to life uh, as if the, the project or the brand was a living entity, so having its own personality and how to show that, how to strategize that uh, into a way because uh, almost all the business that I work with has this uh, sustainability or regenerative or bringing this consciousness, purpose, uh, awareness into their core. So this is something that I, I would say that I also like to work with these people and also help them in a way or another to bring cl- clarity into this uh, strategy of how to do that. So uh, I really I really had a hard time as well uh, to kind of uh, think about oh, what I want to do in five years time because I would consider my work to be really emergent as well. So I uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know the answer to that question. I can't even imagine what I will be doing in five years (laughs) because it's changed so much all the time. But I would say that I would like to... I plan to keep, of course, working with strategy and design. I don't know exactly in what way because there are many ways uh, (laughs) to work with that. But um, I really like helping people and understanding how to bring this... Uh, this project that they imagined to life and uh to help to to make them see it like uh, an organism in itself so i think that i can't have um really specific answer but this is the best that i can answer i think like i like to keep uh things live and emergent so let's see how i will be <laughs> <driving>. <laughs>
0: It's beautiful, Anna. and why I wanted to share that is that just for those that are watching us live or watching this back, what Anna just did, if I may comment and please build on this, Anna, you handled my very innocent reductionist question. Where do you see yourself in five years, 15 years, 10 years? And you kept that open by saying, thanks for the question, but I don't know and I don't need to know. So I thought that's a really beautiful global north, global south connection there of like the very innocent on my side open question i thought which was actually very reductionist and then you're actually i don't need to know where i am in 5 10 15 years because i'm enjoying all of these different parts of me and i don't need to know what box i need to fit in i don't need to conform to where i'll be in 5 10 15 years so i think it's a really nice live example of the tension that we're dealing Mm. with every day right with the global north reductionist mindset and the beautiful learning from the global south we need to have more in the world of this exploration of emergence of not needing the answer almost
1: yes yes and I also uh, for a time I thought that I was being uh, maybe not ambitious or uh, not Organized enough because I didn't have an answer. I never had an answer. So since I was a kid, like people asked me, "Oh, what you wanted to do when you grow up?" and I never knew what to answer. So every time that I need to make a decision, it was kind of like, "Okay, what I'm feeling right now," uh, and kind of this constantly consulting this inner compass, like uh, of mine, <laughs> trying to question. Uh, where I I should go and always uh, because keeping things emergent is what uh, led to where I am now because I mean I was doing graduation in engineering which is completely different from illustration and design that is more creative so if I had in the beginning of college planned my life like okay I will finish uh, graduation and then I will become an engineer and I will Uh, specialize in this and this and this, I will never be where I am now because uh, my path in design and illustration began because I was curious and I wanted to exercise my creativity that I felt was not being um, put into use in the engineering course uh, as much as I would like to. And then things started happening like I started uh, showcasing my work into earth fairs, mainly because my friends were like, oh, why why don't you show this your work? Why don't you create an Instagram account to share it? And I was like, "Mm, yeah, maybe this is a good idea. (laughs) So it wasn't planned at all, at all. And uh, today I work mostly with design and being a strategic design or graphic design, uh, more than engineering. So uh, things kind of happened and, it was always like this, <laughs> so
0: it's so it's so beautiful for me because what what I'm taking away again is this just beautiful lesson that we're, we're we're taught to reduce ourselves. We're taught, you know, my path, as you know, was very much that, you know, Western Europe, lots of privilege, get the job, get the great, no, sorry, get the grades, get the job, have a nice life. Maybe you'll have money to retire, have a pension. Yeah, that very Western track, shall we say, that Western life. But never in my education, never in any of my life until the last two years did I even consciously think about the impact in other parts of the world of the choices that I make. And I think this has been a really huge realisation for me with the help of the likes of you and Sam and others and Shahana that it's not just about us as humans being a combination of many different parts Mm
1: -hmm. altogether,
0: but actually, systemically, we're, we're impacting parts of the world that we often don't even think about. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm finding that art, like the way you help me, like art is a very powerful way to join those connections, isn't it?
1: Yes. Yes, it's a different way to express. And for me, art always came kind of a therapy because I was, since I was a kid, I was really, really shy. So I couldn't express myself. Uh, with words, very good, very well. So art for me was a way to express what I wanted to express uh, without having to um, tell it. <laughs> so leave it open to interpretation, and and this is something also really interesting about art because different. People will have different understanding of the same thing that is shown to them, according to their context, according to their life experiences, according to their perspectives. So this was something that uh, always called my attention in art, and that I think always uh, fascinated me so much about it.
0: So cool. Well, let's let's have a look. I've had you. This is what happens when we get together, Anna. That's 15 minutes already disappeared. (laughs) So what I'd love to do, again, thanks for joining us if you're joining us live or watching this back. I'd love to share my screen just to bring to life what Anna's speaking about, because I think, like, I get chills in my body when I speak to Anna, um, because she's spoken already about how you like to help people bring their vision, their embodiment to life. And I'm about to share the branding for the the business that I'm developing, which is called Hexo Change, which is the he- the human exponential organisation, and I do I, I would just love Anna um, just for a few minutes, maybe if you can talk talk a little bit about um, maybe I'll jump through maybe this part around the brand strategy because I've, it was so amazing when when you first said, "Gary, yeah, I'm happy to work with you." I feel there's an alignment between your what you're trying to do and what I what I work on. You literally started with this this introductory conversation and then 3 weeks later you just come up with this incredible embodied for me vision of what my work was and I would you like to just maybe speak a little bit about what what is this process like for you as Anna as a regenerative strategist and and designer I would love to give you the space now to explain that explore that a bit it would be great
1: thank you Gary uh so when i start this process of uh, graphic design um I always like to start this with like a brainstorm so uh what me and gary done in the first meeting that we had was uh, kind of a mural with different ideas where i made questions uh, related to the brand and i like to do this because this sometimes make people think about their brand differently or think about things that they never thought before. Like for example, what would be the values? What would be the purpose? How this brand would manifest if it was a living being? So what is its personality? Uh, And these questions kind of are really important to guide the, the visuals, like how this will manifest itself in the world. So sometimes we we think about our business as something static or something uh, and that is outside of ourselves, but actually it incorporates a lot of us and it's it's a living thing. Like it has its own voice. It has its own uh, personality. It has its own way to manifest in the world. So it's really important to understand this, to be able to uh to create this visualization. So through these guiding questions, we work on this strategy. So understanding uh, what the brand actually is, how it manifests itself to in a later stage, create uh, a mood board of references, and then trying to understand how to put this into visuals, typography, graphic elements, uh, colors. So, yeah I hope I was able to to answer your
0: question Gary oh it's beautiful yeah I'm going to jump through to some of the other because this is this was one of the things I found that was very powerful for me personally was quite often Anna I would think about what I wanted something to be and I get quite stuck in my head like I want I really want to embody this or I want to make this difference in the world but I didn't always think about what is what am I not trying to be what do I want to avoid becoming And that Mm. was this was a really powerful part of the process for me was to sort of for you to help name what i didn't want to become as much as what i did want to become and i'm really have you found that to help your own journey anna sort of being clear on what is acceptable and what isn't acceptable to you i guess in in some ways
1: yes yes (laughs) a lot because um i think having this understanding of the limits or what is acceptable, what is not acceptable to you, when you talk not only about brand or values of the brand, but (laughs) in your own lives, Mm -hmm. uh, it's really important to have that really clear, but it's so difficult to have that really clear, like it's a process. It's not something that you sit in a chair and and think about uh, what are my limits in like 15 minutes. This understanding requires a lot of um, self-consciousness and uh, It's difficult sometimes to, it's more, I think it's easier to tell what your business is or what do you want to accomplish with your work, but what you don't want to accomplish is sometimes more abstract. Mm -hmm. And it's, I think it's really worth it to think about this because then uh, it helps us to create these boundaries or these limits of what is acceptable, what is not acceptable. Uh, And actually at the same time this is this is also a position of of privilege to to think about that right so because um this is something that i for a long time questioned a lot in especially when i was starting because when i was starting i i really needed money (laughs) because i really needed to sustain myself so this kind of boundaries thinking sometimes didn't work sometimes i did things uh that wasn't so aligned with, with my purpose or my brand strategy or the business that I would like to work with, but I really need the money. So, <laughs> uh, I think having this, um, understanding of the limits, but also like not pushing yourself too hard if you need to get outside side of this boundaries a little bit when needed, um, is something that is also like having this flexibility you know um and of course if you reach the point where you have the privilege to choose okay i won't work with this because it doesn't align to my values or i have the option to say no to some projects and choose what which are the ones that i want to work with and of course uh having this these values and this boundary is really clear is super important and is a process that involves a lot of um self-inquiring and not easy so <laughs> i think uh thinking about that is a process uh not like something that will be really quickly quickly done
0: <laughs> yeah and thank you for mentioning that privilege, privilege part. So i think that's really powerful actually and what what i what i took away from what you just shared in my in my sort of lens on the world Anna is this 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 tension between wanting to do good and really make a difference and and survival right we mm-hmm. you know I'm learning that you know some people are just literally trying to survive on their own land so for me mm-hmm. to be sitting here having this conversation with you is a ridiculous privilege in some ways but it's just my context so I can't mm-hmm. feel ashamed or embarrassed about that but I should know about the fact that other peoples don't have that privilege and what can I do with your support, this brand, this 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 vision, to try and bridge that gap between the context and privilege I have and the known oppression and damage that's happening in different parts of the world. So I'm finding, and, the, and, and what you're helping me do with this art, this graphic design, is try and embody the journey towards that bridge, if that makes sense.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's amazing. I'm so happy <laughs> that it's helping in some way.
0: Oh, it's it's hugely helping. It's hugely helping. And I, I'd, I'd love if anybody's still joining us. Feel free to drop questions in. Thanks, Rich. I can see you've been engaged in in some comments, and uh, we'll come back to those. Um, one one other thing I do want to share is actually a bit of the art, actually, because like we've seen some of the words, but the actual graphics. I'd love for you to speak a little bit about how you created those as well. So let me just uh, share the screen again. This testing my technical abilities here Anna so thanks for bearing with me <laughs> oh I loved this part by the way if anybody that knows me or maybe is seeing me for the first time like Anna like I did not direct or say to Anna anything about what I felt the archetype was like this is literally from that investigation that first session Anna wasn't it you ask a lot of questions and then you came up through your own understanding through your own interpretation this archetype yet it's the perfect archetype for me but i did not give you any of these words so i just find that amazing
1: <laughs> thank you gary yeah I, I always like to think about the the archetype because i think this helps a lot to kind of uh, personalize the brand and i think this were used the Jung uh, archetypes um, and I thought that the rebel was so appropriate because it's all about what you are doing, Gary. It's all about questioning the norms, thinking differently, connecting with different people that have different perspectives and uh, having these discussions that will hopefully uh, make people question themselves and question what they are doing. So I think uh, this is a perfect fit. (laughs) You're muted, Gary.
0: I know it would have. It's probably the best thing for me to be muted, Anna, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but um, would you mind speak to this? this bit I found so powerful? Because I, I've never really thought before I went through this process with you around the, the messages that color can bring or how color can represent, you know, or how it helps you maybe embody the work you want to be doing in the world. Would you mind speaking about this this page a little bit? Because I thought this was so, so powerful.
1: Yes, yes, of course. So um, when we thought about the brand and what would be the characteristics and what the brand would uh, be in service for, the main things that I thought was, okay, so the main idea, the main uh, concept of the brand was about connection. So connecting with people, talking with people, and as well, bringing this consciousness inside business uh, with the consulting part as well. So what I thought first was, okay, uh, maybe we can divide this brand into sub brands. So we have the EXO brand, and we have the EXO talks that would be used on the podcast and also in these live conversations. And we have the EXO events for the events. And these were the main... um, guidance and then i started to think okay how what would be the colors or how i could use these colors to express uh this so the main thing that i thought was uh, that connection and the the public that would be targeted was more young people so i wanted to make something that would be elegant and serious but at the same time uh have this freshness this uh f- fun into it so the main thing that, that I thought that I wanted to create something colorful uh, with different colors, but at the same time something that wouldn't be too too much. Uh, so I try to balance that with the white, the black, and the gray. So the white takes most; it's the main color. Like uh, the backgrounds uh, are mainly white to balance this colorfulness of the graphic elements that would be the orange uh, green and purple and the reason that i uh, chose the colors is that orange uh, is supposed to bring this uh, adventurous um, spirit this creativeness the green uh, linked to nature and regeneration and the purple linked to intuition or uh, listening to the yourself listening to what's going on inside yourself so these were um, the main thoughts that guided this color palette uh, choosing
0: no thank thanks so much for sharing i just want to bring to life um so this is actually some of the finished um work that you did and i'd love is it this part we could this, this bit blew my absolute mind so you spoke about um anna again part of it was these interconnecting um pieces of that do you mind speaking a bit about that because this is where for anyone honestly my whole body is doing it again i was just like oh my god how does anna know me better than i know myself so do you <laughs> mind speaking a little bit about how this brand is actually constructed what does it mean
1: sure uh so as i said the main concept was uh this concept of connection and how Different parts can connect themselves and become a different thing, yet the parts uh, remain. um, They have their own uniqueness and together they become a new thing. Uh, So that's why the EXO branding has these different lines and dots that connect these different parts. And this was also something that I thought that, oh, maybe this uh, kind of reminds uh, technology cables and things connecting, these different lines connecting, because uh, since the brand has a lot um, <laughs> connection to the Internet, because, of of course, our, our conversation right now, it's happening online. So I wanted to bring this kind of... Uh, internet connection at the same time, like a uh, different dots and parts connecting to create a different thing. That's why I, I thought about uh, separating these uh, letters of the EXO and actually using these parts as the graphic elements themselves. So the graphic elements that uh, compose the EXO branding are actually parts of these letters that are separated. So kind of like the the logo is kind of if these uh, graphic elements uh, came together and formed a different thing. So this was the main idea.
0: <laughs> it, it, it's just brilliant. So it's like this example here, isn't it, Anna? It's just, just de- the de- I love the way you call it like deconstruction. And what was really lovely is that I've only been learning myself about, you know, the power of self-management, self-organization. And of course, there's a lot in the West, certainly, a lot of excitement in Agile about self-management. but You've really, you've really brought that into the brand, and the embodiment is actually how do we connect, um, you know, work together in community, in groups for, for a greater good, then disband, take those parts away, then regroup somewhere else. And it was just part of the, the brand that I sort of knew I wanted in there, but I didn't even say that to you. Like you just totally intuitively, just created it, and it just anyway. As you can see, I'm a massive fan of Anna Dynard. She's absolutely incredible. And as we look to start to wrap up, I would love to sort of invite the floor back to you, Anna. Um, you know, if you're looking for, you know, who, who do you work with? Are you open to working with further clients? You know, you've mentioned already that there needs to be, you know, an alignment. You know, what what does the, without trying to be reductionist, what's the type of ideal client for you? Should they be watching us now or or watch this video back, what what, what what would a good aligned client look and feel like for, for Anna?
1: I think um, anyone that felt uh, a connection to anything that I've said right now would be a possible client because uh, my, my main public audience is business, mainly small business um, that in one way or another are working with regeneration and it doesn't need to be only about like sustainability or planetary regeneration but brands that are concerned about diversity or um bringing this more social lens into it as well so right now i have Uh, this consulting business and I also have a studio of graphic design that I'm doing with my partner and we are still organizing it creating the website and uh, hopefully we will be able to launch it soon but um, yeah I don't think I have a really specific public it's more about like connecting and seeing if there is alignment Uh, so I'm actually open (laughs) to explore and to discover together and it has been really interesting uh having this i've started working more with graphic design in the beginning of 2020 and since then i have the incredible opportunity to working with people from all the parts of the world. And uh, right now I'm doing a a project with Possible Futures that is with indigenous groups from West Papua. And it's been so amazing because then um, it's a completely different vision of things and they don't speak English. So we have to kind of translate from Indonesian and working in this co-creative process uh, with them is being so crazy. Like uh, It's so amazing to have this experience from people all over the world and seeing this different, because art and design has a lot of uh, culture embedded as well, like the context. So Mm -hmm. this really impacts the design as well. So having this contact with different people around the world kind of helped me to have the systemic understanding of things and have contact with different perspectives. So I really love that.
0: (laughs) So beautiful. I'm just going to say, Rich has stayed with us most of the conversation, and I will put this bit up. said, color is so important to convey your brand. Excellent work, Anna. Gary, you struck gold with this connection. Yes, I did, Rich. Anna is an amazing human. So I think on that note, thank you again for sparing the time. I really do appreciate you, Anna, everything you're doing. Everything you're becoming, the support you've given me is, yeah, just publicly, it's far, far, far greater than I think even you realize. So thank you for everything you're doing. Please do check out Anna's um, profile. It's been running across the bottom. Drop drop her a note. It's open to connecting to see if there's an alignment. And um, yeah, let's just, just keep being amazing. And that's all I can ask, please. <laughs>
1: no need to thank me gary it's always a pleasure to talk to you and uh, work with you (laughs) so i am the one thankful for being here and to be able to share a bit with everyone so thank you for the invitation again
0: no not at all thanks rich danine also tara anybody else and um have a lovely afternoon one and all take care we're signing off now cheers anna thanks Thank you so much for joining us in that recent exploration. We hope you gained some value and we'd love to learn from you what you took away, what maybe challenged you, what new ideas that you have. Please do share this on your social media platforms if you feel moved and you can find out more about Hexo Change at hexochangenow.com where you can subscribe for the weekly or bi-weekly updates where I'll update you with regard to in-person events, blogs, blogs, service offerings and other thoughts and ideas that come to mind hope to see you around